Welcome to the Tribe Archipelago podcast. Interviews and inspiration for photographers. Whatever you're doing right now, whether it's editing your recent session, headed out for a shoot, or just hanging out at your favorite coffee spot, we're glad you're here. Thanks for joining us today. On behalf of Tribe Archipelago, I'm your host, Sean Morton. Today, I'll be speaking with Liam Remington. Liam is a nature, portrait, and lifestyle photographer based in Sheffield, England. Join us as we chat about how he got started in photography, about the importance of mindfulness and doing the work you love. And we'll talk about a passion project of his called The Slow Life. If you are a coffee lover, then you'll definitely want to check it out. So let's get started. My interview with Liam Remington. So, uh, Liam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, Great thanks. To be here. Thanks for being on. Uh, so, a bunch of stuff I, I uh, want to touch on with you. Um, but what I what I'd like to do is just kind of start with uh, a little bit of your background. I, I guess you used to be a musician, right? You played in a hardcore band, yeah. and then you transitioned into photography at some point. So, what's what's the story there? Let's uh, yeah, let's get yeah, into so that. Was- a good while ago, so I think I stopped, uh, stopped being in a band about 10 years ago. But yeah, yeah so I was in a, it was a hardcore band. Well, I was in a number of bands, but yeah. um, played guitar. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we kind of toured across the UK, uh, did a huge, huge amount of, uh, of kind of touring. Even got to play with some fairly big bands in, in hardcore. So I got to play with Chariot and Architects, the quite, quite well-known bands, which was amazing. Cool. Um, yeah, I kind of just fell out of love with it a little bit, you know, after a number of years of doing it, I just yeah. realized that the kind of road life in a van every night, um, gigging at these places, uh, it wears you down and it's, it's, it's something that I've decided, you know what, I don't think I want to continue doing this. So yeah. I sort of left the bands, continued playing guitar for, uh, like a while after, but without having the band and a reason to write music and play. I kind of gradually stopped doing that and I ended up having this kind of vacuum where I didn't really know what to do with myself. Right. Um, so I needed a new creative outlet. So I was like, if I'm not playing guitar anymore, what can I do? Um, and I'd always had a bit of an interest in photography. I'd never had a camera, but always had a, uh, an interest in it since having a phone with a camera built into it. So right. um, I kind of thought, well, maybe that would be something I would like to do so i went out with my phone a few times and just thought right let me use my phone as a camera rather than just being incidentally a camera uh went out with my phone a few times and thought let's just take a bunch of photos really really enjoyed the process of capturing it uh kind of looking at the images that i captured and kind of really really started to get an interest in it so i thought yeah i think i might just go out and buy a camera so i sold a a pedal board and a few other bits of equipment that i had from my guitar days yeah yeah. Uh, went out and bought a camera uh, went to the local botanical gardens, basically put it in manual mode and just started to teach myself how to take photos cool. with it. And yeah, went from there. Cool. And, and was that really, uh, you mentioned the botanical gardens and, and I know like a lot of this, well, you do all kinds of stuff, but one of the things you do really well is, is exactly that sort of thing, like sort of nature and landscape kind of stuff. So is that, is that kind of what got you into photography was doing that type of stuff or yeah it was kind of it wasn't planned i guess it was just it was a place that i knew i could go where there was kind of space it was quiet and i could just find some subjects that 
um, weren't moving right. that I was able to just capture. So flowers and trees and those kinds of things. So, and it just enabled me to just play around with the settings on the camera and just capture some stuff and, and see, you know, how it came out. Um, but I guess because that's where I started and that was the first, you know, batch of photos that I took with a camera, yeah. uh, it was somewhere that I went back to when I sort of learned a little bit more. I went back and took more photos of yeah. the flowers and the trees and everything else. Um, so it just helped me to sort of develop my skill set. Yeah. But it was just kind of, I didn't go out intentionally to take photos of nature, but because I enjoyed doing that, I kept going back and, and kept taking more and more photos of, yeah. of flowers and, and fl yeah, florals and flowers and, and kind of nature aspects. The detail shots is, is what I you know, discovered I really, really enjoyed taking photos of. So Yeah, cool. It, it's interesting to hear. So you just mentioned that you kind of went in, you, you set everything on manual and, and just sort of taught yourself. Is that, that, that's it really? Like you just kind of are just, sort of, you know, <laughs> self-taught yeah. in that regard? Yeah. I'm that kind of individual. I, uh, I was self-taught guitar as well. Yeah. So cool. if, if I'm passionate about something or I have an interest in it, um, I kind of can't wait if that makes sense. So rather than yeah. going out and seeking a way to learn, I'm just like, right, I'm going to dive straight in and I'll use the resources around me and just kind of, uh, just throw myself into it and just yeah. learn from there. Um, so I, same thing with photography. It was just a case of, right, I've got the, I've got the equipment. Let's just go out and play around. And, yeah. and you know, what's the worst that could happen? Take a bad photo. Right. So just throw myself into it, yeah. just put it in manual, just so I could start with learning what, what the kind of different elements that you can control in a camera will do to the image. Yeah. Um, and then that sort of helped me to develop an understanding of you know like the exposure triangle and all the rest of it but at that point in time i didn't know what that was it was yeah. just a case of, let's see what the setting does let's see how this one changes that image and just really playing around yeah and that's probably the best thing you can do i mean i you know you probably get asked all the time you know what, what you know how can i learn to take better pictures and and i always tell the first thing i tell people is just go out and shoot every day right yeah that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Um, so sh shooting nature, like it's really cool to see you've really refined that, you know, your, your images are uh, of nature and landscapes. And like you said, the details are really incredible. And uh, I, I saw an interview uh, on the blog there that you did, and, and there was a comment in there and I really loved it. It was uh, basically uh, how you said that shooting in nature helps you switch off from the buzz of urban life. Yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I live right in the center of Sheffield, which is a city in the UK. Um, and I work in a really busy shopping center in Sheffield as well. So yeah. constantly surrounded by movement and noise and just the buzz of city life. So yeah. when I'm out shooting and I'm out on a hike and I'm taking my camera with me, it's, it is about switching off. It's about finding that kind of peace and just enjoying the moment and being out there in nature. And um, yeah, and I think w when you do that, it helps you just reset and kind of just get back to cool this is this is what i enjoy this is what's around me and you can just kind of reconnect with nature and the world around you and i think then when you go back to you know back to work and back to the city you kind of take that appreciation with you and it helps you just yeah. kind of go back with a refreshed kind of mindset for sure for sure i think yeah not just for photographers but everybody should be doing that right just make get that connection and uh get that reset it's so important uh it's interesting too so i know that you've gotten into doing um a lot of brand and and product type photography um yeah. and and i noticed when you're doing that you're often uh i guess tying in the natural world into a lot of these 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 uh sessions that you're doing um Tell me a little bit about that. Like, how did you how did you really get into doing this this type of stuff? Like, doing brand uh, uh, type work. 
Yeah, so obviously initially it was all the photography was for my own personal pleasure. It was just my passion for it. So it was yeah. just landscapes and nature and those kinds of things. But then along the way, as you start to get better, people start to get interested in using your photography for their brand or whatever it is that yeah. they're doing. So I started getting inquiries. Um, and at first I was a little bit like, oh, how do I do this? Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I'm still learning. I'm not sure if I'm able to do it. But then when you kind of apply what you've learned so far and the images that you're able to create that you're proud of or you kind of you enjoy, um, I think it's natural then for you to take the elements of what you enjoy about that image kind of bring them into anything that you create going forward so whether that's portraiture or a brand or whatever it might be so for me that was that was nature so it was kind of just the first kind of prop to go for would be you know natural elements yeah. that kind of fit with whatever the the brand was or whatever the in you know if we're shooting a portrait wherever that individual was to kind of um bring it to life and, and add, add that element to it so it was kind of just yeah it was just a natural thing yeah. for me to think cool, let me just grab some of these elements that I'm used to that'll add a bit of interest and it'll bring, uh, just bring some of that emotion that I like from nature into something that's kind of relatively sterile when you start, yeah. you know, when you start, if it's like a product product shot, for instance, yeah. um, the product itself is only part of that, the rest of the brand and, and the kind of uh, feeling and the way that they make that product and all the rest of it ties in. So I think a lot of natural elements you can kind of pull that will tell that story, if you like. Totally, yeah. And, and are you... Are you, uh, are people coming to you for this type of work or are you, are you actively like seeking these, these type of, type of, uh, jobs out now? Yeah. So, um, most of it comes to me. I actually don't really advertise, um, my photography that much. I mean, if you go on my website, I don't have a price list or, or anything like that. I have a contact page, which yeah. is most people reach out to me all through Instagram, you know, yeah. various things. And then a lot of it comes from word of mouth. Um, Sheffield is really well known for makers and creatives. Um, so I'm in a you know really ideal location. So when I do a shoot for someone, um, a lot of the people that are around them are also creating, see that and ask about it, and, and you know get a lot of it from word of mouth. Sure. Um, but because I so I actually have a full time job and photography is my side gig. Right. So um, it's quite easy for me to get booked up really really quickly. So that's yeah. one of the reasons why I don't kind of push my business and, and, and try and drive and advertise and, and seek out uh, work. I almost wait for it to come to me and, and I'm really selective with work that I do do because I yeah. don't have the time to do everything. So yeah. the brands that I choose to work with or the individuals that I choose to work with, um, I'm really selective about, you know, how I choose, yeah. choose that. I guess in a way that's kind of a luxury, right? Like having that, that yeah. full-time gig and, and doing this, uh, as a second, uh, you know, probably full-time job as well, it allows you to have that, uh, that ability to really pick and choose the work that comes and not, you don't feel, you know, obliged to take everything on. Do you, do you see yourself down the road, uh, moving to doing photography full-time or? Yeah. I, I don't think I'd want to just do photography. Right. Um, I, I think, uh, I can see myself potentially burning out if it was my sole income yeah. was just shooting photos. Yep. Right now, I've got the, the benefit of earning an income that's consistent yeah. and then being able to be really selective with the photography work that I choose to do. Um, I don't have to do it for the money. So I think long term, I, I see myself having a couple of different um, businesses that are kind of maybe surrounding photography right. but not solely a photographer I'd like to have other things that I can kind of do um kind of around that that would support allowing me to do more photography ultimately that's what I'd love to do I'd love to do a lot more photography than I'm doing now 
yeah. um, but I wouldn't just want to solely do that. I wouldn't want that to be something that I had to take jobs just to earn the money. I'd, I'd really like to keep that ability to be selective and, and kind of keep it as my passion. Cool, cool. Do you, you, you mentioned uh, Sheffield's, uh, uh, there's a lot of makers and creatives. Do you find that being in that community really sort of um, uh, maybe inspires you uh, in the work that you're doing? Yeah, definitely. I think both in the photography that I do, but it also makes me want to make stuff as well. I'm not very artistic outside of photography. I can't draw, I can't paint, anything like that. But it does make me really want to do something where I create something with my hands. Yeah. So yeah, it inspires me in my photography and how I capture the process of making something and the, the kind of brand and the ethos that surrounds a certain company yeah. or an individual. But it also makes me want to just kind of create, you know, like do pottery or yeah, yeah. be able to do those kinds of things. I, I'm probably terrible at it if I tried it, but yeah. Well, you should try it. I, I, I signed up for a pottery guild uh, here in, oh, cool. in, in my hometown. And uh, it's it, it's sometimes it's incredibly infuriating because, you know, you just it's <laughs> like I want this lump of clay to become something and it's just not happening. It's but just then, a lump of clay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it just becomes a, a different shape of lump. Uh, but then, but then you know, the, sometimes you get these uh, fantastic results and it's uh, super rewarding. And, and it's nice, like you said, to, you know, kind of have that hands-on uh, yeah. creative, creative thing. Uh, and that's cool. And and speaking of other, other uh, interests, so you you've got this whole other Instagram thing going on called the Slow Life. <laughs> let's let's talk about that because that's that's totally amazing. And I uh, I just discovered it actually pretty recently, and uh, I'm I'm pretty blown away. So what's that all about? What's the Slow Life? Yeah. So I, I guess this ties into my ethos around when I'm shooting in nature, and it's just about slowing down and enjoying the moment if you like yeah. um, not having to constantly rush or constantly feel the need to be doing something but actually just enjoy the moment the here and now so um the slow life account is essentially it's a coffee account so one of my other big obsessions is coffee i love yeah. um i love brewing coffee at home and i do it in you know various methods from chemex v60 aeropress um, i've even got um an espresso machine so i can do milk-based sort of coffees and stuff as well now so yeah. pretty obsessed but it's about it's about taking that and it's about um the pro like enjoying the process yeah. and enjoying that that moment in time and just kind of switching off from everything else yeah. so um you know if you think about the coffee and the way that it's it's produced from from essentially the cherry where the coffee bean comes from right the way through to you actually brewing it at home it's a really really um it's an amazing process. It takes a huge amount of, of kind of care and a lot of people are involved in it. Right. So when it gets to you and you've got that kind of duty of taking it from the, almost from the bean to making something that you kind of enjoy in a cup, um, you can, you kind of need to slow down and really kind of think about that process. And, and I really enjoy that. So cool. the slow life account is just kind of photos of coffee and just kind of lifestyle and just, yeah, just those quieter moments in life and just capturing them and enjoying them. That's cool. It's interesting because it, I think it really relates to photography and what you're describing. And, and, and that's how I view photography is it's a very mindful act, you know, it really yeah. puts you in the moment and it's cool to see you, um, you know, taking that sort of idea around, you know, the coffee bean, which it's to probably most people is just such a mindless thing, you know, like they have, they don't give any thought to it. So yeah, it's cool. Yes. That's, a, that's a really unique perspective. So uh, awesome. Um, so do you have, do you have anything cool coming up? Like, are you, do you have any uh, travel plans or any, any uh, cool, cool portraits or uh, projects coming up for photography related in the future? Or? 
Yeah, so one of the projects that I'm working on at the moment, I've teamed up with a local florist, um, obvious uh, kind of yeah. grouping, if you like, we're pairing, yeah. um, teamed up with a local florist, and we're going to look at doing some uh, fine art prints. So she's she's amazing. She's really passionate about flowers, but she she doesn't just want to create um, bouquets and those kinds of things. She, she's really passionate about the process of growing as well. So she's actually got an allotment, and she's planted her first kind of... Uh, lot of flowers in the allotment and they're due to um they're due to bloom in the next few weeks cool. so the, the plan is to capture some in, images of her um cutting the flowers and, and kind of gathering them from the allotment but then we also want to do some fine art prints of the individual stems and those kinds of things and do those as a limited edition sort of run of uh, fine art prints on some really nice paper oh, and nice. those kind of things um, but we want to make it really local. Um, we want the paper source locally. We want to use local printer. Her allotment is right here in Sheffield. Cool. Her base is right here in Sheffield as well. So we kind of the idea is we want it to be sort of um, everything, the whole process, and everything that we use that's, that's kind of involved in the process is is local and from Sheffield. That's amazing. Yeah. Are you are you doing a lot of printing already? Is that something you're 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 into, or is this sort of new? You're yeah, I've dabbled. I have yeah. dabbled. <laughs> and I, at one point, I did have a print store on my website. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm still not 100% certain what I want that to be like. I'm not, yeah. I, I kind of just listed it because I knew people were asking about prints. So I, I kind of listed a bunch of prints on there. But um, I, I'd really love to, to do a print store again for some of my florals and landscapes and, and all the rest of it. But I want to be quite uh, particular with that process and, and find the right paper and, and and do it in the way that i'm really proud of rather than just you know generically doing prints for the sake of printing but yeah. actually create something that i'm proud of so i guess part of this process with this collaboration with the florist will be exploring that and i think that will then help to educate me around what i want to do with my personal prints for install motion cool yeah yeah it seems like you've got this consistent ethic uh, uh about the process through through you know photography and, and slow life and printing and everything it's, re it's really cool um so just to wrap up uh maybe you can uh, uh tell us a little about uh what inspires you so um you know maybe point us to somebody uh that you look to for inspiration and it doesn't have to be a photographer it could be you know any sort of creative uh um but just uh, maybe give us an idea of where, where you where you look uh for inspiration yeah, I think I think the first person to come to mind is actually a photographer. It's a, a guy called Ben Sasso. Okay, um, he's absolutely incredible photographer. He creates um, really emotive work, um, and I think there's kind of a couple of different reasons why I really uh, really love him and, and what he creates, and he really inspires me. And the first reason is the images themselves, just absolutely amazing photography, really emotive work. Yeah. Um, a, you can tell there's a lot of a lot of feeling goes into the creative process in making the images. They're also quite quirky and fun as well. Cool. So they're, they're you know, visually really um, interesting to kind of look at. But then also, um, I really like Ben Sasso's approach to photography and the reasons why he creates the images he creates. Uh, and, and really, that's all about him creating for himself. Yeah. Uh, he, he first and foremost creates images that he enjoys and kind of give him um, some sort of, you know, inspiration. Uh, and I found that really inspiring. He's not he's not kind of influenced by um, other photographers or what's popular. He always creates first and foremost for himself. And that really comes across in his work. 
Um, so he's really proud of it and he loves his work, but you can also see that in the images that he creates. And I just find that so inspiring. It's just amazing that he's that driven by his own internal kind of passion for it and just the things that he experiences. And you can see that translate straight into the kind of set of images that he creates each shoot, which is just amazing. Very cool. Very cool. Sounds a lot like uh, the way you work. So I can, I can see the, uh, <laughs> uh, how, you, how you'd uh, take an interest in that. Uh, very cool. Awesome. Well, Liam, that's great. Uh, this was a really awesome chat. I want to thank you again for, uh, for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been okay. a pleasure. Yeah, cheers. Awesome. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe and let us know what you love about the podcast by leaving us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to find out more about Liam Remington, please check out the links in the show notes at tribearchipelago.com slash podcasts. Thanks again. Happy editing. Until next time.